0: It's really important to have the right sales strategy if you own both your business and its premises. That way you can achieve the best possible sale price down the track. Hi, I'm Ali Kane and I'm the host of the Buy That Business podcast. Each episode, we talk to expert business brokers about everything there is to know about buying and selling a business. Today, I'm joined by Michael Newham from Fin Business Sales. Welcome to the podcast, Michael.
1: Thanks, Ali, and thanks for having me on.
0: So, Michael, tell me a little bit about your background.
1: I spent most of my previous working years in a family business that operated in construction supply, mainly commercial, contracting, as well as some retail security and uh, commercial property as well, before I came a business broker within maybe about seven years ago coming up to you.
0: So it's fair to say, you know, you've been around the traps and you've seen a lot of different business sales and business experiences?
1: You could say that. I've um, had some interesting um, sales and um, come across quite a few businesses where they've had properties attached to them and, um, and had to work through those to come up with the best outcome for the client.
0: So what are some of the advantages if you do own the premises where your business is located? I'd
1: have to say it's probably a little bit like um, the decision to either buy a house or or, um, or rent the premises. So you've got control over your tenure and uh, what you can do to the property. And also, I guess you're investing in, uh, into the future. So, uh, yeah, no, there's, there's plenty of upside there.
0: How do you decide if that's the right approach for you?
1: Well, look, I guess it, it uh, really depends where your business is up to in its life cycle the type of business and many other variables. And I guess most of this discussion is going to be based on, you know, that there is a lot of variables with this sort of thing. But if you're starting up a business, it probably doesn't make too much sense to go out and buy something straight off the bat um, to operate from. Probably better off sort of working along, seeing how things go. And then uh, making some decisions there, but making some informed decisions so that you make the right decision and uh, getting some help.
0: So it tends to be more mature, sophisticated businesses that have an established operation that can, you know, afford to buy their own premises or at least the business owner can afford to buy the premises?
1: Yes, that's right. And and I guess it depends as well, um, you know, where the business is up to with profitability and all that sort of thing. If, if you're diverting, money away to pay off a loan or, you know, you could be putting that towards uh, building your business and that sort of thing. So that's other things you've got to take into consideration as well.
0: That's right. I guess it's a strategic decision about whether that money would be better off invested in, you know, new products, marketing, or whether the best return in the end would be for to invest in in those premises.
1: Yep, that's exactly right. And, and it's a, it can be fairly tricky sort of a tip. And, uh, that's why I'd suggest that you you know get some advice.
0: So obviously, the sixty-four million dollar question is, how much rent do you charge yourself?
1: Yeah, so you you really probably should look at um, charging market rent, and and there's some reasons uh, why we do that probably uh, as we're going forward. But when you uh, it comes time to to sell the business, it's a bit hard if you've set it up so that you're sort of charging yourself a. Smaller rent, and then people are looking at the, the sale, and then you've got to make adjustments and things like that to the the sale, and and, and do um, changes to addbacks and things like that to try and um, you know um, smooth it out. So, um, I would suggest. You know, market rents probably uh, a a good idea unless you get some advice that it should be otherwise for some reason for some tax purposes and things like that. But just keep in mind that can affect your uh, aspirations down the track when it comes time to sell the business. So you just got to be really be careful here, it.
0: Because I guess the risk is, you know, you buy a business premises and you think I'll I'll charge my business a peppercorn rent to keep its cost down, but that's short-sighted in a false economy because down the track you won't be able to or you may not be able to realise the highest possible sale price for that property because it can't demonstrate that it's earned, as you say, market rent. So, Michael, what are some of the pitfalls that you find businesses face when it comes to buying their own premises?
1: So, obviously, um, besides the fact of looking for a good property, um, you know, that's going to have good return and um, on a sale down the track and strong rental return um, and the usual things about location and amenities and that sort of thing. Probably the, the most important thing and the probably the main point of the topic of today is put simply the value of the business is affected by what rent you pay, the same as the value of the property is affected by what rent you receive. So when you're trying to sell both, there is a trade-off between these issues as they are related. So or interrelated. So you need to be very careful how you set it up to maximize the sale price or value of both. But this can be a bit tricky as it depends on what your plans are with the property. If your rent is not at market value, it can can affect the value of the business and the building. And this can work for and against you on either of those if you're not careful. However, you can also manipulate it. Uh, sometimes to maximise the sale price of the business and the value of the building, depending on what you intend to do with the property. So if you intend to hang on to the property as an investment after the sale or sell quickly, it can have a large bearing on how you set the sale up and what rental figure you should be asking the new business buyer or owner to pay. It's a little bit tricky there, and that's why I suggest that you sort of need to get advice from someone like myself a business broker who's going to help you with the sale of the business and has got experience with commercial real estate as well and also your accountant
0: can we talk about any example around that in terms of how to get that balance right between the rent that the business um, should pay and the rent that the uh premises should charge sort of thing
1: So like I sort of um, alluded to before, the reason why you sort of set it up at market value is so you've got, I guess, a bit of a, a point to start from. But you can always make an adjustment when you're presenting the business to sale about what rent that, you know, you want the new incoming owner to pay. So for instance, if you're looking to say, maybe just sell the business and hang on to the property, then you're probably better off, maybe setting it up so the business uh, sorry the property is probably um, receiving a higher rent yeah. okay because if you're going to hang on to that over a long term well then you're probably going to receive more in rent rather than a one-off sugar hit from the sale of the business, um, you know with the the formulas for that as well. So as I said, it's a little bit complicated. It's probably a bit hard to deal with in depth in uh, this short time, but um, yeah, once again, it's definitely something that you need to talk to your advisors about.
0: Yes, I can imagine it's quite nuanced and getting striking that balance, as you say, requires experts taking into consideration, all the different variables associated with both the property and also the business.
1: That's spot on.
0: So what structure do you find um, business owners hold their business premises in? Is it typically through a self-managed super fund?
1: That's become um, fairly prevalent. You know, people setting up self-managed super funds um, these days. So and obviously there's tax advantages there. But um, once again, you really need to start talking to your accountant from the very beginning about how you purchase it and what entity, whether it's uh, privately owned in a company, in a self-managed super fund, and you need to set up a a plan going forward that takes all the different uh, things into consideration about tax and, and, and returns and all sorts of things like that.
0: It certainly seems to me like a good problem to have if those are the sorts of considerations you're making.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: All right. Now, that's almost all we've got time for today, but I'd just like to finish by asking you, Michael, what's your best piece of advice to someone who wants to own their own premises and also run their business from it? Well,
1: I'd have to say that if you do it properly and wisely, it can be a great vehicle to maximise your financial position down the road. But you need to think um, of it as a long-term investment and be very careful how you set it up, operate it, And then finally, how you turn it over when the time is right.
0: I guess like most things, it's an idea to take the emotion out of it and and just look for um, the the business attributes and really think about making sure that you do charge um, market rent for for those business premises, taking other things into consideration.
1: Exactly right. It's not not like um, an emotional decision like buying a house or a car. It's uh, something that needs to be done um, with with consideration and, and calculations.
0: That's great. Well, thank you very much, Michael. That is all we've got time for today, but we do love to hear from the audience. So please get in touch via the contact details at the bottom of the podcast if you'd like to give us any feedback or story ideas. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.